I do have a circle of really close, you know, providers and friends and people in this world. And they said, if they use the word obesogen when they're talking to patients or clients, they are much more likely to make change in their life because they care more about their body image and the fact that they're holding on to weight and can't lose this weight than they do about the actual health outcomes, the, you know, the disease, the autoimmune, the they can't sleep at night, they have brain fog, they have, you know, all these these health issues. They care more about how they look. Hey there, my name is Wendy, and I'm an environmental toxins lawyer who is obsessed with showing women how to toss the toxins out of their life and embrace a more holistic lifestyle. I'll be dishing up bite-sized but binge-worthy episodes on all things detox, low-tox, and what's that toxin? And what is it really doing to my health? I'm breaking it all down for you, separating the myths from the facts and pulling back the curtain on the products and beauty industry. You'll hear my unfiltered and sometimes unpopular, but honest opinions. No topic is off limits. We'll dive into what's really causing our thyroid issues, hormone imbalances, infertility, and more. Think of it as a crash course for all things holistic living, but for real life. You don't have to do everything. You just have to start somewhere. Let me show you how. This is the Detox Dilemma Podcast. Welcome to episode 35 of the Detox Dilemma Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy. Today is a hot take, ask me anything episode from listener Olivia. And if you didn't know that you could leave me a voicemail and ask me any question that you want answered on the show, now you know, down in the show notes, you can click the link. And the reason why I love doing these ask me anything episodes is because if you have a question, it's highly likely lots of listeners have the same question. So thank you for being the brave soul to click the link and leave me a voicemail. I really do love listening to your messages. And actually, I've answered every single question that I have gotten so far. I have a couple in the queue that are coming, but if you leave me a message, chances are I will eventually do an episode on your exact question. This question comes from listener Olivia. She said, Hi, Wendy. I loved your episode that you did with your macro coach, but something you said was interesting. You said that even if somebody has a caloric deficit, one of the reasons why they might have a hard time losing weight is because of hormone disrupting toxins. Can you explain that a little bit more? Absolutely. I can explain that. In fact, I had already planned on talking about this topic because this is a trend that I am seeing in the industry right now in the medical profession and especially in medical journals that are being written on research about hormone disrupting toxins. They're starting to call them obesogens. And I think that that word triggers a lot of people, especially women, which I find very interesting that, you know, I can teach and have taught for years and years and years that these hormone disrupting toxins can lead to infertility, PCOS, hormone disruption, thyroid disease, autoimmune, cancer, right? We have all of these research articles that are peer-reviewed, published. This is known. This is real. This is happening. And when you talk to women about the health impact of some of the products that are in their home and you relate it to one of those medical conditions, sometimes they care and sometimes they don't, which is very typical, I think, just of human nature. If something hasn't happened to you directly, it's really hard to care and change your habits. So especially if you're a woman and you're looking at giving up, you know, the shampoo you love or the makeup you love, the red lipstick, you know, the fragrance that you're used to, we, our sense of smell is so important to us. 
usually something has to trigger that change in behavior. So a lot of the women who come to me and work with me and join my Toxin Free in 3 course are women who are dealing and struggling with infertility. Or maybe they're pregnant and they're realizing, oh my gosh, the health of my baby is so important to me, maybe even more so than their own health. I see that a lot. We care so much about our kids and our babies and we want to do better for them, you know, almost and oftentimes better than we do for ourselves. And so I see that a lot. Or I see a lot of cancer diagnoses. Or I see, you know, women who are really struggling with their health where it's become such an issue that now they're ready. Now they're willing to do something about it. And now giving up these products and getting different, cleaner, safer, toxin-free products doesn't seem like such a stretch to them because their priorities are have changed. Their health is now their priorities. But there's a lot of women that even though they're suffering from these, you know, health impacts, it's not enough to make them make that change. And so I've been seeing more and more women come to me and say, I can't lose weight. I've done everything. I cannot lose weight. And if you have not listened to the episode with my macro coach, we do talk about this. So I'll link that episode in the show notes as well. And one of the things we talk about is endocrine disrupting toxins and how they actually tell your body to not just hold on to fat, but then they also store themselves in the fat. And then they also interfere with your metabolic system. So then your metabolism suffers and then your thyroid function suffers. And then it actually changes the hormones that tell you you're full, that make you feel satiated, that make you feel like you want to stop eating, your hunger cues. And so these endocrine disrupting toxins, there's multiple ways in which they are telling our bodies to hold on to more fat and don't let it go. So yes, and it's fascinating because now you're starting to hear holistic health coaches and functional medicine doctors and scientists really just say these are obesogens and that's what they're calling them. You know, they're hormone disrupting toxins, they're endocrine disrupting toxins or EDCs. For those of us that are in this industry, we throw around that acronym. EDCs, EDCs, we say it all the time. You probably have no idea what it means, but now you do. But obesogens is what people are calling it and I do have a circle of really close, you know, providers and friends and people in this world. And they said if they use the word obesogen when they're talking to patients or clients, they are much more likely to make change in their life because they care more about their body image and the fact that they're holding on to weight and can't lose this weight than they do about the actual health outcomes, the, you know, the disease, the autoimmune, the they can't sleep at night. They have brain fog. They have, you know, all these, these health issues. They care more about how they look. I don't know what that says about us as a society. Definitely something to reflect on. But yeah, this is, this is an issue. And, you know, honestly, like whatever resonates is good. If it's your body image, if it's because you want to lose weight and now you're having problem with that or because you're, you want to be healthier. I mean, honestly, as somebody who teaches how to swap products and, you know, get rid of these endocrine disruptors, I, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care what it is that makes you make the change. I just want you to be 
aware and to start taking action. And so if focusing the conversation of these toxins on weight will change the conversation, then you know what? I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. (laughs) So let's really quickly talk about what the main endocrine disrupting chemicals EDCs, hormone disruptors, obesogens, whatever you want to call them, where are they in your house? And what are some simple things that you can do in your home and in your products? Let's let's call this like a top five. Let's do top five things you can do to help get endocrine disrupting chemicals out of your house and maybe help you with that weight loss journey that you're on in the process. For those of you that are more science-minded and you're like, I want the data, show me how this stuff works. Episode one, the very first episode that I ever recorded in this entire show, it was the first one. I knew it was the topic I wanted to talk about. The title is called What the Fuck is an Endocrine Disruptor Anyway? That was so important to me. It's a deep dive. It explains to you exactly what an endocrine disruptor is. So go back and you can go listen to that episode if you want a deep dive. But if you're somebody who just wants a quick overview, the reason why these specific toxins are called endocrine disrupting chemicals is because the shape of them. They have a very similar shape that will connect to the receptors in our bodies. And those receptors are where our hormones are supposed to be. And what happens is these toxins will bind themselves to these receptors and they can either block them. So then our own hormones can't attach themselves or they activate the receptor. And so either one of those things has unintended consequences and effects. You're either decreasing the amount of hormones that are being produced And so you're lowering what you need or you're overproducing them. And so everyone's bio-individual. It depends on how many of these things that you're impacted by and affected by. But in some people, it can cause a decrease, a down-regulation in hormones, or it can have the unintended consequence of really activating and having too much of a hormone, which then throws everything out of whack. But if you want to deep dive on what those endocrine disruptors do in your body, go check out episode one. Okay, let's move on. What can you do about it? If I was starting from scratch and I had a house full of conventional products and I was living my life in a very conventional way in which most Americans are living their life, I would say, these are the first five things that I would do to reduce my exposure to these obesogens. The first thing I would do would be mindful of fragrance. So there is a class of chemicals called Phthalates and phthalates are plasticizers. They were originally created to make plastic soft. So when PVC piping was created, phthalates came into the chemical world and everyone was like, oh my gosh, these things are absolutely amazing. We put them in baby toys and bottles and fragrance and industrial things, and now they're in everything. If you're anything like me, switching to a natural deodorant was the most difficult toxin free swap. I think when all was said and done after doing all the pit detoxes I found on the internet and trying over 15 toxin-free brands, not exaggerating, I was left, well, stinky. I needed something that worked. Some legit just did not work at all. And some used too much baking soda that while I didn't stink, it eventually left a nasty rash. Not fun. But then along came Primally Pure. And it worked great. I smell amazing and no rashes. 
and now it's my favorite deodorant and my entire family uses it. My husband prefers the charcoal version and I'm obsessed with the citrus vanilla. But if you've struggled to find a natural deodorant that works, you're going to want to give this a try. Hop on over to www.detoxyourpits.com and use discount code WENDYCATHERINE at checkout for 10% off. But the one thing that in your home you're mostly impacted by when it comes to these phthalates are your fragrance. So anything that has a synthetic fragrance in it, whether it's candles, room sprays, any kind of artificial fragrance that's in your laundry detergent, your skincare products, anything that is a fragrance that is not very specifically called out as a botanical or very real, and I say very real because there's some fake ones out there, it's a real essential oil. So you really have to look at your products in your home. And if the very first thing that you do is you just walk around your house and you go into your bathrooms, because that's usually where people have room sprays, and you just get rid of all the things that spray artificial fragrance into your air. Glade plugins is another example. You know, you can keep your candles, but don't light them. <laughs> don't like have them, you know, lit if they are made with synthetic fragrances. Go get some beeswax candles that are fragranced with something botanical or essential oils that don't have this synthetic fragrance. And I realized that women love to smell the way that they smell. And oftentimes, I was one of them, you have a perfume that you've worn forever. Those synthetic perfumes are full of endocrine disrupting chemicals. I mean full. And you're putting them on your body every single day and then they're absorbing into your skin and then they're getting into your bloodstream. There are some amazing beauty companies. Essis Beauty is one of them that's making beautiful perfumes out of all natural ingredients. Everything is, you know, an essential oil, a botanical, and they're amazing. So there are ways that you can smell amazing without the endocrine disrupting chemicals. So that's number one. Be mindful of the fragrance that you have in your home and that you put on your body. The second thing is, is be really careful about how you handle your food, what you're cooking your food in and what you're storing your food in. So one of the endocrine disrupting chemicals that you are exposed to are what we call PFAS chemicals. These are the same chemicals that make your pans nonstick. So avoiding Teflon, switching over to stainless steel or cast iron or carbon steel, something that is not a non-stick material. Now, there are companies out there making pans like Caraway is a really popular one, green pan. You can get some non-stick pans made with this non-stick that is non-toxic, but spoiler alert, it will not last maybe you'll get a year out of it. And then that coating will start to come off because it's not made with those PFAS chemicals, which are indestructible. They're going to fade away as you use it. And then your pan's going to get really sticky and your eggs are going to stick to it. And then you're going to be annoyed and then you're going to throw it away and it's going to end up in a landfill. So I, you know, I just don't have anything nonstick in my house. And if you adjust to using stainless steel and cast iron, it's awesome. The company Field has a smooth cast iron that I love that actually is like nonstick right out of the bat and easier to take care of than kind of the rougher cast iron. So maybe if you're somebody who's new to the world of cast iron, try a smooth one first. So that's for your cooking, but also what you store your food in. Luckily, I feel like this is something everybody kind of knows, but I think it bears repeating 
Don't store your food in plastic. Get glass or stainless steel Tupperware. You can get it on Amazon. You can get lots of glass. If you just put in glass Tupperware into Amazon, and I also have an Amazon storefront and I'll link it in the show notes. I can show you the ones that I use myself in my house, but just keeping things in glass And really, if you do have plastic that you're storing anything in, never, ever, ever, ever microwave it. What happens is the plastics, whether it's BPA, which I think everyone's familiar, the the BPA is a hormone disruptor, one of the worst hormone disruptors. But even plastic that say they're BPA-free are now made with BPS, which was a replacement, and we're finding that they are also have the same problems as BPA. So those plastics also have those phthalates in them. So you're getting like a triple whammy, whatever the plastic's made out of, add to that the phthalates that are added into the plastic, and now you're heating it up and it's getting into your food. So now you're eating it and you're consuming it. So the only thing that you you know have to do here is get like a whole set of glass Tupperware and you are good to go. A couple of things people don't think about though when they think about plastic in food, those rotisserie chickens at Costco and actually most grocery stores are really popular. But if you think about it, you have this hot chicken that's sitting in a plastic container and then it's sitting under hot heat lamps all day long. And so, you know, it's not a storage container, but it is like that you're, you're it's the same thing is happening. It's just like you, you've been microwaving it on low, like all day long. So avoiding those already heated up foods that are found in plastic containers and also bottled water. Bottled water has the same issue. The phthalates and the plastics that are in the, the bottle itself, especially when it's heated, when it's being transported or if it's sitting outside or if it's in a warehouse, it actually transfers into the water. So now you're drinking it. So handle your food with care when you're cooking and when you're storing and just avoid plastics and avoid Teflon and nonsticks that are not specifically called out to be toxin-free. But also be prepared to replace those toxin-free nonstick pans. And don't say I didn't warn you about that. I've wasted lots of money on those pans. Number three, choose organic produce when possible. Why? Many pesticides are classified as endocrine disrupting chemicals. And so, you know, there's a lot of conversations about whether or not pesticides are carcinogenetic, whether they, you know, lead to leaky gut. The way pesticides work is they they kill organisms. And so when they're in your gut, they're actually killing the good bacteria. So I'm somebody who avoids pesticides anyway where I can. But we do also now know they are under the many of them that are used throughout the United States. And you can never really know which pesticides being used when you're buying things in stores. So just choosing organic when possible, especially that dirty dozen, those berries, those ones that absorb pesticides. And if you are buying conventional fruits and vegetables, do a really good job cleaning them. I have a thieves wash, a fruit and veggie wash that I use. Baking soda is another thing that you can do. You can soak with a little bit of baking soda and water. Water is not good enough. Just washing it with water is not going to be good enough. You need something else to actually strip the pesticides and the waxy surface and the things off of your fruit and vegetables. So choose organic when possible. Recognize people can't do that all the time. I know people have budgets, so wash really, really well. You won't get all of it, but you'll get a lot of it. 
Okay, number four, filter your water. So your tap water is full of endocrine disrupting chemicals. It's got the PFAS chemicals in it. And if you want to go back and listen to my episode on the toxins that are in your tap water, I will link that episode. Also, it is a good one that goes into all the million reasons why you should be filtering your tap water for your health. But specifically in this case, there are many endocrine disrupting toxins found in your tap water that are not regulated and you're drinking them. And if you're drinking as much water as you should be drinking for your health, then you're consuming a lot of endocrine disrupting chemicals. So filter your water. Number five, and lastly, read labels. Whether you're reading labels on your makeup or your skincare or your shampoo and conditioner and avoiding things that are full of endocrine disrupting toxins, some of the big ones that you're going to see on labels is fragrance. Again, you're never going to see the word phthalate. It's They're never going to say that that fragrance has the phthalate in it because fragrance is not, they're not required to tell you what's in their fragrance. It's protected. It's proprietary. There are hundreds of thousands of chemicals that can be used. I think it's like 3,000 different ones that can be part of a fragrance of a product and they don't have to tell you what's in it. They just have to use the word fragrance. So rather than looking for the word phthalate, which you're never going to find, look for a fragrance. If it says fragrance and it doesn't specify what that fragrance is and you're not satisfied that it's a pure essential oil or a botanical, avoid it because it's probably an endocrine disrupting chemical in there. Parabens, anything that is a paraben is also an endocrine disrupting chemicals and they are very common in personal care products. Another one in skincare, which people get so confused because it sounds so naturey, is Japanese honeysuckle. So Japanese honeysuckle extract actually has the molecules are shaped just like a paraben. They have that benzene ring around them that makes them the shape that confuses our body. And so if you see a product that uses Japanese honeysuckle, that is a natural paraben and it is an endocrine disrupting chemical. So you're going to want to avoid that. So learning how to read labels is really important. So friends, those are the five things that I would start with if you're looking to kick endocrine disrupting chemicals out of your life, especially if you're concerned that they are stopping you from reaching your weight loss goals. And if you are super confused as to how to read labels or what to start, I have a free guide called Tossing the Toxins that explains to you what all of those things are, what the toxins are that you should be looking to avoid, how to read labels simply, and it's free. So if you head on over to www.tossingthetoxins.com, you can get your free guide. And if you're somebody who really isn't interested in learning whatsoever, and you just want a list of the clean products that you can choose from, I have a toxin-free shopping guide that is organized by category. It's super simple to use. It's all of my favorite brands, favorite products, fully vetted ingredients by me. Head over to www.toxinfreeshoppingguide.com and shop your heart out. Olivia, I hope that answers your question. Thank you so much for asking it and I'll see you guys next week. You, my friend, have officially finished another episode of the Detox Dilemma podcast. And if you want more, head over to wendycatherine.com to get all the show notes and links to discount codes from our amazing partners. If you're looking for something specific to help you detox your home, make sure you check out my toxin-free shopping guide 
at ToxinFreeShoppingGuide.com. It's organized by category and makes detoxing your home simple. I'll see you next week. And until then, I hope your life is getting just a little less toxic.